3: To the people of East Palestine and to the nearby communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania, uh, we have told you loud and clear you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you, we pray for you, and we will stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. We'll have that accountability, it'll all be out there very clearly. I want to thank Senator J.D. Vance for being here, I want to thank Congressman Bill Johnson, very special friends of mine. They became really very good friends of mine. I also want to recognize a man who has been working tirelessly for this community since the beginning of the nightmare. And uh, Trent, where is Trent? He's very easy to find. Huh? Right. He's very easy to find. I want to thank you. Thank you very much the you. mayor, in addition, let me express our tremendous respect an admiration for all of the police and firefighters and first responders. And all over the country, there's such heroes. But this was a great example of it because that was a very dangerous looking sight. So I want to thank you all. Thank you very much. Nineteen days ago, tragedy struck this wonderful village and rocked the lives of people throughout this area, long beyond this area. It's been weeks since Americans have been inspired, they've just watched this over the weeks, they've been inspired by your strength and your courage and how you've come together to stand up for the families in your area and the fa- families of this village and beyond. We've seen the first responders and railroad workers serving bravely in the line of duty. The railroad road workers have been really incredible, actually. And they've gone way above the call of duty We've seen citizens speaking up at the town halls and we've seen organizations such as the East Palestine Community Foundation rising to the occasion to provide tremendous relief and help to the people that were so badly affected. So I want to thank you all. Fantastic job. Really great. Everybody's been watching. We've all been watching on television and beyond television. Over the past few weeks, the community has shown the tough and resilient heart of america and that's what it is this is really america right here we're standing in america unfortunately as you know in too many cases your goodness and perseverance were met with indifference and betrayal in some cases Uh, biden and fema said they would not send federal aid to east palestine under any circumstance they're not going to send aid i thought that was a strange statement because i've been working with FEMA for a long time, four years, and they were great with us with the tornadoes, the hurricanes and things like this. And it was a strange statement to come out and they were doing nothing for you. They were intending to do absolutely nothing for you. JD and I spoke and they said, they're not coming. They're not gonna come. And I said, that's very strange. FEMA said uh, specifically, this doesn't meet the criteria and uh, that's horrible and somebody has to do something for those people, I said back. When I announced that I was coming, they changed their tune. It was an amazing phenomena. The mayor and I were discussing that. It was quite amazing what happened. And they said uh, that we can't let this happen. That was a big change of face. J.D., did you ever see a change like that, run? That was a quick, rapid change. But we can't let this happen, they said, and we'll be there. And we opened up the dam and we got them to move and they all came in and they're now pouring you and with help what this community needs now are not excuses and uh, all of the other things you've been hearing but answers and results and that's what i think you're going to say See, and uh, norfolk southern needs to fulfill its responsibilities and obligations and i see that they're starting to come here now too because they also were saying they're not coming but it means that the affected communities beyond the borders of East Palestine, Palestine are uh, going to be taken care of. And they've said so, and they've said it loud and clear, and I think they probably mean it. Because we're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually, most of it. Uh, some of it, we had to go to a much lesser quality water. <laughs> you want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. But we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles, and we have it in trucks, and we brought some on my plane today. But to that end, I'm pleased to announce that we've helped coordinate the delivery of the water and bottled water as uh, well as the tractor trailers is full of it. We have big tractor trailers full of water. I think you're going to have plenty of water for a long.
0: It's Ash Wednesday, 20 February in the year of 2023, and I believe the 2024 uh Presidential campaign actually kicked off today. Although this was not a political event, this was a humanitarian event that only President people like President Trump can do. Let's bring in Boris. i Boris. Incredibly, I thought powerful, moving. Uh, people out there clearly love him. The talk was fantastic. He let other other the mayor and other people also talk. He had a uh, he had an overview. They gave him a tour, uh, and then he capped it off by going to McDonald's and uh, and, and and getting orders. I think a Big Macs. Thousands of them for, for, for the town. Just overall, just an incredible, incredible visit. Your, your perspective, sir?
2: Steve, honored to be with you. Honored to be with the posse today on this vital, important day where President Trump again shows what real leadership is in the United States, again shows what real, real leadership is around the world. And as many as the town hall, the HAL, AP have said, President Trump today did Joe Biden's job. President Trump let the people of East Palestine, the people of the high know that they will not be forgotten. They will not be ignored. They will be taken care of and took it in his own hands to bring water, to bring supplies and to show that America stands with East Palestine. And what's the response from the Democrats? Absolute nonsense, absolute quiet in a lot lot of instances and just more political babble. President Trump, again, continuing to lead America where Joe Biden fails to do so.
0: Uh, Boris, uh, let's talk about the forcing function that is Donald Trump. Before President Trump announced this, these guys had kind of had kind of uh, kicked uh, East Palestine, Ohio, to the curb. After he announced, they sent two uh, FEMA executives out there immediately. They recalled uh, Regan uh, Michael Regan from his uh, his boondoggle in Africa on climate change back to get on the ground. Uh, everybody turned up. Now they got people crawling all over the place. Had a big press conference yesterday with uh, DeWine and Josh Shapiro. How big a factor? was the specter of Trump coming to East Palestine on the political and corporate class in this country?
2: Steve, it was an absolute overwhelming factor because you saw, as soon as President Trump announced his his plan to visit today, you had the CEO of of Norfolk Southern bringing water, you had Pete Buttigieg finally get on his bicycle and make plans to go to East Palestine, that absolutely embarrassing, terrible, in quote, Secretary of Transportation of the United States. He was first going to come today. Now he's going to come, now he's coming tomorrow. And you, you've seen actual, about, you know, action from FEMA, from the Biden administration, all precipitated by President Trump stating that he was going to do what he did today, which is bring help, bring support, and bring encouragement to the people of East Palestine, to the people of Ohio, and let them know that we stand with them. And there is a real leader in America, and that's Don, President Donald J. Trump. That's what's happening. And you, if you look at the other side, everything's been a reaction. It, it's been o- over two weeks since this, this disaster started, and there was absolutely no proactive action until President Trump took the matters in his own hands. And then in terms of Biden, he cared more to go to Ukraine on Monday on President's Day than to go to East Palestine. still has not been to Ohio, as President Trump artfully said today. Again, President Donald J. Trump providing the leadership, providing the support, providing the care, and providing the vision that the American people need today so badly that is totally lacking from the illegitimate, hopeless Joe Biden.
3: Before
0: I let you go, I sent you earlier the, the White House gave a readout. Joe Biden, and I think they're bragging about this, did five phone calls from Warsaw while he was there back to different executives uh in in the administration in the regime to 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 get coordinated on east palestine donald trump has struck uh the uh the the heart of fear in uh in uh, joe biden has he not
2: no doubt about it no, the heart of fear he has absolutely destroyed biden one more time and five phone calls that's what we're talking about that's is, five phone calls. This has been a disaster that happened 19 to 20 days ago on February 3rd. And we're talking about making five phone calls. That's the best that Joe Biden, as the so-called president of the United States, can do. That is an embarrassment. He's, again, sitting over there in Europe and doing more for Ukraine, sending billions and billions and billions and billions of of dollars to pour more oil on a festering fire, surrounded by nuclear weapons, by nuclear reactors, in Europe, rather than saving and protecting Americans, which is what President Trump did today. She protected Americans, because President Donald J. Trump is the leader of America. Joe Biden is not.
0: Uh, Boris, how do people get to your, uh, to your social media?
2: Thanks so much, Steve. Again, an honor to be with you. It is a vital day. It is a day of courage in America. It is a day that President Donald J. Trump, again, shows Who's in charge in the United States? My information, BorisCP.com is the website. Hot on BorisCP.com. Sign up right now. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. And the hottest on the ground, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All offense, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Thanks, Boris. By the way, I think Boris brings up a very important point. When President Trump first came, the victory in 16 was because of attitude, a big part of it. Uh, and once he got in, so much of what he did was just a different angle of attack and a different attitude. You saw that today, and you saw the response from these people who have not been listened to. Let's go to uh, Savannah Hernandez. She's on the ground. By the way, I want to give a hat tip to Parker and Rob Sig. The coverage all day long uh, from Ed and Karen in, uh, in what, American Sunrise, uh, to The War Room, Charlie Kirk, uh, Pesobic You've had the great Ben Burkham out there. Ben had to punch. He had to go back. He's heading to the border right now. Uh, Savannah Hernandez, by the way, Real America's Voice, Fox did not cover President Trump's talk. Now, this talk was not more than, I think, 15 minutes. It was very gracious, very caring. Fox did not cover a second of that. Savannah Hernandez, put us in the room. Tell us us, uh, what happened today.
4: Well, Steve, it was such an incredible scene. And again, too, I really want to highlight for viewers that Donald Trump did not come here for publicity. He genuinely came here for the people. He was handing out water. He spoke to individuals. I was actually able to ask not one but two questions because that's how long he stood there to shake the hands of the citizens, to be here for the people, to hear them, to listen to their stories. Because again, I've been on the ground all day long and the people have told me that they do feel a that they feel that the federal government does not care about them they feel like uh, you know America last presidency is what is currently running right now and that's exactly what it is so it was a beautiful moment to see this community be seen it was a beautiful moment with the residents with tears you know streaming down their face as they watched President Donald Trump come to their aid and buy the McDonald's and just be here for them as again the federal government turns their back and I just want to personalize this community a little bit more these are the most kind people I have ever met Steve they are so loving and it's so heartbreaking to me that their children have been affected their businesses have been affected and uh, keep in mind I just got here today and there are still chemicals in the water the air still smells extremely toxic and what you're seeing behind me are water pumps to try to clean out that water and there's houses around here where children live where families live I was talking to a resident who lives 3.5 miles outside of East Palestine and she was was telling me that her daughter broke out in hives, rashes, her her lungs were burning post train derailment and she still hasn't received any information as to why that might be. She took her daughter to the doctor. The doctor said, you're not the first person I've seen and you're not going to be the last. So today was an incredible moment because we did have a true leader who cared about the American people actually here on the ground, not for publicity, not for likes, not for follows, not for the cameras, but genuinely to just show the people that he cared
0: savannah can you hang on we're taking a short commercial break we want to come right back to you savannah hernandez is live in east palestine ohio president trump was there today and i gotta tell you the 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 hope that he brought and the fact that you're not going to be abandoned everybody's on top of this now you're not going to be kicked to the curb you're not trash you're american citizens and quite frankly you're the backbone of this country we have Cash Patel. We have Dr. Peter Navarro, we're packed six o'clocks packed. It's Ash Wednesday here in the war room. We're gonna take a short commercial break. Savannah Hernandez, Cash Patel next.
5: We
0: rejoice when no more Let's
2: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass.
4: Control. If you were an
3: what would you have done to help I the people know, of East Palestine? FEMA would have been here a long I time ago. What do you think they waited, waited of, uh, Mr. Trump? Uh, do you think it had to do with the fact that they waited for me when I came? For everybody, for coming, Mr. Trump. thank you, sir. When thank thank I came, everybody decided mind. to come. Thank right? You, you, you know that. Nice to see you. Have a good time. time. You, you look so great up here. Have fun, everybody.
4: Thank you, Mr. Trump. A lot of progress
3: we've made. Mary's doing great job.
6: thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. What's your message
3: to Joe
4: Biden before you leave? Thank you.
3: Get
0: over here! Yeah, right. You thank you, guys, thank you. Is he the best? I mean, look at that right there, and the uh, the love and appreciation. What he told Savannah Hernandez: I'd have been here a long time ago, and had the people there from the beginning. By the way, you should know with Jeff Clark were breaking this thing down: the lies, misrepresentations, and to know the mainstream media had uh, Michael Regan on today, and refuses to ask him the basic questions. This guy's in hot water. And I'm telling you, Shapiro and DeWine and your EPA directors, you're in hot water, too. What happened here – and don't let them – the misdirection play is going to be on the derailment. Don't follow that. The derailment's got its own set of issues, and they're going to get into. about why they haven't put in capital equipment, capital expense. That's fine. That, that's a thing itself. It is the controlled release and the controlled or uncontrolled burn. And who made that decision? Why did they make it? Why did they do it so quickly? And why they did it – You know, who, who had authority? The EPA clearly did. We're going to get to the bottom of all that. And this is going to explode. Savannah, it, those are great questions. Uh, tell us about that. It was almost like a scrum, right? And by the way, the, the answer on Biden was perfect. Get here. Savannah Hernandez.
4: Yes, I thought it was great. It was succinct. And uh, again, you know, there were no political punches thrown. Uh, Donald Trump genuinely just caring about the community and saying, where is the alleged president of the United States? Why is he not here on the ground? Uh, You know, I was mentioning to you earlier as well um, in the break that it's raining here today and my skin has actually been burning a little bit because of what I would assume are the chemicals. As you look at the ground, you will see in the gutter again that chemical sheen as the water is running down. Um, even the cars are covered in this chemical sheen now. So this is the environment in East Palestine. And again, Donald Trump making the journey and the trip over here to again just have residents be heard. Uh, meanwhile, Joe Biden able to go across seas to Ukraine. Another thing that many residents continued to question. They were actually chanting no more, more Joe earlier today, too, before he came, because they don't even want him here anymore. They don't want Buttigieg to be here. They, they are, they're basically just saying, don't even show your face, because it's too little too late.
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's all forced by Donald Trump. If Donald Trump hadn't announced he was coming, these guys would have never come back, right? And Buttigieg would have never gone. Remember, he told somebody the other day, "Well, oh, I, ha- I gotta check my calendar, it'll be a couple of weeks. Is 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 there... Resentment and anger from, from the from the local citizens about how they were abandoned by by both Biden's regime and also Josh Shapiro and uh, Dewine?
4: Absolutely. They are calling out all of the elected officials. They're calling out Norfolk Southern. They're absolutely upset that they have been left in the dark. And keep in mind too, for the viewers, it's not just East Palestine that's been affected. It's also the surrounding cities that are miles outside of this area. They themselves, these residents, also have no information and they are very fearful. And again, the fact that we have children here, American children that are being subjected to this and we have no leadership, no guidance, no information. It's an absolute joke. It's heartbreaking. And that's why the people here today were just so happy to have somebody actually care about them.
0: Savannah, what is your social media? How can people follow you uh, while you're out there and then afterwards?
4: Please go follow me on Twitter at Sav underscore says underscore or Instagram at Sav with one N. And again, you know, Steve, thank you so much for covering this and being the voice for the American people here on the ground and sharing their stories.
0: Can we have, I want to have the, let me have the shot again of Savannah. Let me have a full uh, shot of Savannah for the beautiful shot. Rob Sig and Parker Sig, uh, the two guys that, that own and run this channel, are to be complimented. We got the number one producer out there, Harry Oates, back off vacation. He took a long extended vacation. Harry's back on the scene, and that's why the coverage has been so spectacular. Uh, Ed and Karen have had a terrific show this morning. Ben Burkrom got good footage, I got to tell you. Savannah, that's a magnificent shot. That, that's compliments. That's that, only Harry Oates can do that. Our great uh, field producer for all things Real America's Voice. Harry, thank you so much. Savannah, thank you so much. Honored to have you on here.
4: Thank you, Steve.
0: Before we go to the cold, I want to get cash. You, you know, President Trump, you've worked with him closely for years, You've been at senior levels at DNI. You were you obviously with the House, but in the administration, you were then he sent you over to be chief of staff of the Pentagon to try to get that circus, uh, um, you know, coordinated. Talk to me about the humanity of the guy perfectly shown today, and particularly the humanity that comes through with him when he's with the deplorables, when he's with the forgotten man and woman. He is so genuine. Uh, it, it, he connects. These politicians are all stiff. Look at the wine out there. Give me look at Josh Shapiro. Give me a break. Joe Biden will wa- won't be wandering around. Pete Buttigieg, right? The, uh, the, the McKinsey consultant. Donald Trump goes out there as a billionaire and has more connection with those people than, than they have with, uh, with guys they're on the bowling team with. Cash Patel.
7: Pete, uh, Steve, thanks for having me. It's great to be with you. Um, Look, that cord is the reason why we fought so hard in the Trump administration to put the mission first and to put America first. And that cord resonated with me because he is that type of human being. Let me give you one quick story that I haven't really told. When we killed Baghdadi, I was in the Situation Room running counterterrorism for Donald Trump. After we called Signal Jackpot and defeated and killed the biggest terrorist on God's green earth, Donald Trump didn't say let's go to the media and figure this out. He asked me to get the phone numbers of the four families of the American children that were beheaded, raped, and decapitated by Baghdadi. That was the first phone call he made after killing the world's number one terrorist. That's the humanity of the man. That is what we followed in the Trump administration, and that's why people are following him to East Palestine, Ohio.
0: Uh, we're going to have Cash back on tomorrow the next day. He's got big breaking news and things we want to go through on J6, but I wanted to get Cash on here for his expertise about the Ukraine and, and, and other things. Do we have time to play the cold open? Can we go ahead and play it? Right. Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's, I got a cold open for you, Cash. I want you to see it. Let's go ahead and play it.
8: One day after high-stakes split-screen speeches between Presidents Biden and Putin, tensions between the U.S. and Russia escalating. Two U.S. officials tell NBC News Moscow notified the United States it was going to launch an intercontinental ballistic missile test before President Biden's trip to Ukraine. One of the officials said the test which is thought to have failed, was routine and was not a threat to the U.S. But this morning, stark rhetoric from Russia, top Putin ally and Security Council official Dmitry Medvedev saying, if the U.S. wants to defeat Russia, we have the right to defend ourselves with any weapon, including of the nuclear kind. It comes as Putin announced a major surprise in his speech yesterday that Russia will suspend its participation in the new START treaty, its last remaining nuclear armament. Arms control agreement with the U.S. We press the White House. What does the move mean for America's safety and security? And we see no indication that Mr. Putin plans to use uh, nuclear weapons or weapons of mass destruction of any kind. Meanwhile, in Poland this morning, President Biden poised to meet with key NATO allies bordering Russia. On Tuesday, the president delivering a searing indictment of Vladimir Putin before a crowd of thousands praising Ukraine's resolve in the face of Putin's brutal onslaught keep stand strong and most important it stands free mr biden's speech in warsaw coming just hours after russian president vladimir putin addressed the russian people in moscow announcing an escalation of the war while falsely accusing the west of triggering the invasion a charge president biden blasted head-on president putin chose
6: this war Every day the war continues is his choice.
8: With Russia's latest offensive in eastern Ukraine picking up speed, the president warned the war could be far from over, vowing the U.S. and its NATO allies will have Ukraine's back for as long as it takes. Kristen, welcome reporting. And as she reported, President Biden will hold talks today in Warsaw with leaders of the so-called Bucharest Um, 9A collection. By the way, we
0: we had to get the details. We got the details of coming out to Beyonce and all that, but I got to go to Cash Patel. Cash, give us your assessment right now of Biden so over the top, uh, both in Kiev with all the phony air raid sirens, all that. But in in Poland yesterday, give me your assessment.
7: HERE'S THE DEEP TAKEAWAY ON A NATIONAL SECURITY, LEGAL, AND DEFENSE PERSPECTIVE. PRESIDENT BIDEN HAS JUST SET US ON A COURSE FOR WAR. THAT, BY US, I MEAN THE UNITED STATES OF AMERICA AND OUR BLOOD. THIS WAS THE GROUNDSCAPE RIGHT BEFORE AFGHANISTAN, AND IT LED US TO 20 YEARS OF BLOOD AND TREASURE THERE. JOE BIDEN CHOOSING TO PRIORITIZE EUROPE AND THE WORLD OVER AMERICA IS A a TOPIC FOR ANOTHER DAY. What he has done in this speech, to me, that's most tragic, is envelop America in a future war. Because the money and equipment that we have sent over already and the amount that we have promised requires American uniformed soldiers to operate that and train people and maintain that equipment on the ground. Furthermore, Putin's escalation, the removal, the withdrawal from the START treaty, which is the last prophylactic measure we have for nuclear deterrence on Earth. Vladimir Putin just pulled out of it. Could you imagine if he had done that during the Trump administration? It would have been wall-to-wall, nonstop mainstream media. President Trump is putting us at the brink of nuclear Armageddon. Putin does that on Biden's watch, and it's not even mentioned. So I'm glad you brought that up and clipped it into the cold open, because people need to be focusing on that. Vladimir Putin has no fear of Joe Biden, he could care less that he's in Poland calling himself Bidenski. He doesn't care what this Commander-in-Chief ours uh, does or says, and that is the biggest takeaway when you have the two global supposed leaders talking on the world stage next to each other at the same time.
0: Uh, we're gonna hold you over real quickly. Logistics, training, and maintenance. In your mind as former Chief of Staff of the Pentagon, there's no possibility we could put this type of sophisticated systems in there without American personnel eventually?
7: No, and here's, they're being too Q5 a half, Steve. Right now, American contractors are on the ground. That means folks who used to be DOD are there. That's the same, in my opinion, but it's a cheeky uh, distinction. 100%. Uh,
0: Cash, hang on for one second. Former chief of staff of the Pentagon for President Donald J. Trump. We're going to take a short commercial break. He's also the author of the upcoming blockbuster, Government Gangsters. Cash will join us right after the break. Peter Navarro next.
3: The than it's ever been in because of a word known as nuclear 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 is so devastating that we don't even want to talk about it and that was a word that was never supposed to be mentioned you have two n words neither of which should ever be mentioned i said that once i said oh what a terrible thing to say no you have two n words you know what the one is, but the other is the nuclear war. Not supposed to ever be mentioned. Ever, ever, ever. It's mentioned every single day now. Every single day they talk about, will this end up in nuclear war? We're on the precipice of a disaster the likes of which this world has never seen. This will make World War I and World War II like baby stuff.
0: Okay, Cash, uh, I was on a destroyer that had uh, tactical nuclear weapons and President Trump's right. You did not talk about it at the time. You didn't even there was you never saw President Reagan or anybody talk about using tactical nuclear weapons. You see it on MSNBC and CNN every night with these analysts. They're tossing this around like, you know, low grade uh, tactical nuclear weapons. And they're not even addressing what you're talking about, the START treaty. Your assessment, sir.
7: It's, it's terrible. The fact that it's being thrown around there like an everyday word. Look, Steve, you served in the military and I served in the Defense Department. We did the reps and sets around the nuclear arsenal out in Colorado Springs to protect this nation if and when and hopefully never need be. But we didn't go out there and talk about it and make it the Front page headline of the news story. The radical left-wing media are doing this and using hyperbole because they think it sounds cool. They think it's appealing to say Joe Biden is somehow the nuclear deterrent of our time, when in reality, he is the nuclear accelerant of our time. The removal and withdrawal from the Russia, from the START treaty, is the only example you need. You don't even need to look at the Ukraine war right now and how much we're already involved in it. The fact that Russia, with one of the largest stockpiles of nuclear weapons on God's green earth, has said to the world, we are out of nuclear deterrence tells you everything you need to know, and then you have clowns like Morning Joe and Mika and everybody else saying how cool the nuclear word is because Joe Biden's somehow uh, supposedly protecting us. Remember, this is the commander-in-chief that can't even walk up the stairs on Air Force One. He's got his button, his finger, on our nuclear arsenal button, and we're supposed to believe he's got our deterrence in mind. I just don't buy it.
0: Tony Blinken told the Chinese that, hey, if you, if you have this meeting and if you go to Moscow and— uh, you have any uh, non-lethal military support or lethal military support? Uh, it's going to be a problem. He and Ka- the Camel Harrison waved, waved, their, wagged their fingers. You've had mm-hmm. a KGB CCP merger. This is like August 1939, when you had the uh, the Molotov Ribbentrop Pact, right? A couple of weeks before they invaded Poland. Uh, give us your assessment. H- how dangerous is it now that that China and uh, and uh, and Russia, the CCP and the KGB, seem they've partnered up against us?
7: Yeah, you're the only one talking about it, and we've talked about it before on your show. They started in Afghanistan. They have combined to sell the weaponry we left behind, thanks to the Biden administration's to tune of $85 billion. They are pillaging our state secrets and technology in that weaponry. They are mining the minerals out of Afghanistan and selling it all to take on their number one enemy, us, the United States of America. Now you have CCP and Putin joining forces on the global stage, not just Afghanistan, but in the South China Sea and in the Ukraine. They are arming each other. They're selling weapons to each other. They are providing each other with financial assistance to no end. And we are doing nothing from a strategic standpoint to deter like we did in the Trump presidency, such as sanctions of not just monetary institutions, but peoples and cutting off trade um, and ending diplomatic relations. We have not jettisoned a single Russian or CCB diplomat from the United States, like we did in the Trump administration. That's because they know, Xi Jinping and Putin know, there are no consequences under a Joe Biden presidency for them to take on and take out America and America first interest. And they're doing it on a global stage. And that is the scariest thing next to the nuclear warfare that uh, we are now getting near and near on the precipice of.
0: The, uh, you're the author of Government Gangsters. Tell people when that's going to come out. How do they pre order it? And how do they get to all your content, Cash?
7: Yeah, everything's on fightwithcash.com. Thanks so much, Steve. Fight with Cash for the K.com, the book and everything. Hopefully, it'll be out in the spring. But I did want to comment how you and Benny Johnson teamed up together to, to uh, uh, join up and create a fund for the people of East Palestine. And I was uh, privileged to see that and humbled by it. And I'm donating $5,000 from the Fight With Cash Foundation to the, to the fund that you and Benny Johnson have combined. Um, so go check out fightwithcash.com. I don't want your donations. I want you to check out our mission and what we do. And this is the best part about it, being humbled by guys like Steve and Benny and, and using our good to help the people of East wow. Palestine.
0: Benny's done all the work, and I got to tell you, President Trump going out there and what he did today and then cash. The people in East Palestine got to understand the, the, the Trump movement is there for them. So I, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Great, great work.
7: Thanks, brother. See you.
0: Thanks. Peter, I, I want to play your cold opener and talk about the podcast and this message you've got. But I got to ask you first. First, you've been you've been writing books for 20 years about the coming war with China. We're We're here. Also, you know Trump as well as anybody. You've traveled with him so much, his humanity. Let's start with the the, the danger of this nuclear situation now with the KGB and the CCP partnering up, sir.
6: Steve, I was uh, in the Oval Office with the president uh, many, many times when the N-word came up. And I can tell you that this man understands the seriousness of nuclear weapons more than any president that's ever sat in that seat. And the the slippery slope here clearly is towards the use of tactical nuclear weapons, which has never happened before. Uh, The red line you talked about I think has a better analogy, which is the Obama red line that was put down for chemical weapons in Syria, that Syria promptly crossed and we did nothing. And... When China, communist China, the CCP crosses that red line and starts arming Russia to the teeth like they armed the Vietnamese, the North Vietnamese, and they armed the North Koreans to kill Americans, Um, Biden is going to be once again for too many times shown to be the weak fool taking us towards war that he is. So I'm so glad that you're, you're Focused on this, thing, the coverage of East Palestine is incredible. And, you know, I love Cash Patel, and he will be the Secretary of Defense or head of the DNI. I actually wrote that up in my Taking Back Trump's America book as part of the Dream Cabinet. So um, we are in perilous times.
0: Talk about Trump's humanity. That's what came out today. Look, I say today kicked off the, really the 2024 race. Uh, and one of the reasons Biden has not announced, I think a lot of people are rethinking this, given his age. You saw he, we don't like playing it, but he did fall yeah. down uh, coming up steps. And it, like, it just yeah, it again, sends the wrong he'll, signal to the he'll world
6: he'll right now.
5: Here see, we go again. But you've um, seen the um, humanity. I mean,
6: just, look, you and I both know, you and I both know that this was the billionaire with the common touch. And I would see it firsthand every day in the White House. I mean, he... he He'd get in the grill of Mattis or Tillerson or Mnuchin or whoever. But whenever somebody came in there who was just serving the White House, low-level servant coming in to bring him a Coca-Cola, he was he was just the warmest, most genuine person you'd ever want to meet. People just loved the guy, and and. Yeah, it's like, it's always bothered me. Yeah, I'm a a Trump guy. So I go out there and these these, these jerks from the woke left kind of just denigrate Donald Trump as a human being. They think he's crazy or whatever. And they don't know the guy. He's the warmest, funniest, most humane person I've ever been with. And it's it's striking, Steve, because he has so much power yet he cares about just the, the deplorables. That's why, yeah, look, he's the deplorables president. So you and I know this, Steve, but but it's hard for us to communicate to the rest of the world just what we saw because of all the crap the corporate media throws at him.
0: But this is also today. By the way, we're going to play your cold open to take us to break, so i got about a minute here, yeah. minute and yeah. a half. Um this is why, yeah. you know, I'm so disappointed. Fox, Fox did not show any of this today. Today, well, and this is why I'm so proud of Real America's Voice, you saw the humanity of Donald Trump and how people gravitate to him. Look, let's be blunt. The, the political class and the media class and the corporate class kicked these people to the curb, had no, had no interest whatsoever. When Trump announced... When Trump Good. announced, all of a sudden they're running out there Thank and they're, God you know, Mike DeWine, he's serving coffee into a room. You know, Josh Shapiro's uh, scrubbing the kitchen up. Uh, it's just it's so phony, right, because Fine. it's the specter of Trump. Uh, Dr. Navarro.
6: Tomorrow uh, in the podcast, I'm going to light up Fox News Corporation precisely because the Never Trump elements inside there won't play the rallies. They won't put people on the air like me or Mike Lindell or Rudy Giuliani. They're never Trump, Mitch McConnellites, all the way. But today, you and I are going to talk about something that's really important that's going to happen next week with the World Health Organization, and Communists trying to trying to screw us again. So, if you got that call over? Let's do that, and we'll come out of the break hard. On this. I tell you what. I tell you, no, no,
0: we're going to take it right. We're going to take it right now. This is Peter Navarre. We had Rakowski on here. We're going to have Naomi Wolf in the six o'clock are on this, but listen right here. This is on his new
5: podcast. Let's go ahead and let it rip, We're we'll or bring Peter back after the break. This edition of the Taking Back Trump's America podcast, I want to sound the alarm over an upcoming meeting at the World Health Organization that may drag the United States deeper into the morass of this corrupt world body, further burden the U.S. taxpayers and further cede American sovereignty to a puppet international organization controlled by communist China. Because President Trump had no interest in financing an international organization with U.S. taxpayer money that was joined at the hip with communist China and could not be relied on to protect the American people, he officially withdrew from the WHO on July 7, 2020. Three cheers for that. Demonstrating once again that elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, Joe Biden, in one of his first official acts as president, not only rejoined the World Health Organization, he also appointed Fauci, the guy who started the pandemic to begin with, to represent the United States at the WHO. You really can't make this up comes now the meeting of the WHO's intergovernmental negotiating body from February 27 to March 3 to consider an agreement that would ensure that American taxpayers continue to be the biggest financier of the World Health Organization, even as that agreement further weakens control of the WHO by the United States. The putative goal of the so-called Zero Draft of the Pandemic Accord is to protect the world from future pandemics. Fair enough. But right off the bat, the accord, and I quote, recognizes the central role of the World Health Organization in pandemic prevention, preparedness, response, and recovery. And of course, the proposed accord pays homage to fostering multilateral cooperation in global health governance and a, oh, get this, one health approach. What the heck? Why do we need borders and nations at all? And of course, there is no shortage of woke rhetoric in the draft, which reaffirms the importance of diverse, gender-balanced, and equitable representation and expertise in pandemic prevention. In other words, don't pick the best possible people to prepare for a pandemic. Put that woke stuff first. Anybody get sick of this crap yet? And for those devotees of Buy American, Hire American like me... This one might chill your veins. The Accord will commit the United States to, quote, manufacturing capacity that is more equitably, geographically, and strategically distributed, unquote. In other words, under this Accord, Big Pharma will be greenlit to do what I fought for four years in the White House to stop these bastards from doing, offshore that production around the world rather than producing in the good old U.S. of A.,
0: We were live streaming the Real America's Voice coverage today. I think we're, uh, we're going to live stream some, uh, some episodes tonight of various uh, podcasts. So you're always going to get together, download it. Any idiot can do it because I can do it, and I'm a moron. Also, this Saturday, 6 o'clock, we're going to put it up at the Cowboy and Heritage Mu- uh, Museum of the West out in Oklahoma City. There's going to be the Oklahoma uh, County Republican Party GOP. I'm giving the Lincoln and Reagan uh, annual speech for the dinner. Um, everybody in the area, will make it a barn burner. We'll make it well worth your time. Go ahead and support the good grassroots folks out there. Also, CPAC next week, 1 through 4, March. Not too late to get your ticket, 47 bucks off, under 250 bucks. You get to be part of the live audience for all four days of the War Room. We're going to be packed wall-to-wall with all the great speakers they have there, and they're jam-packed, plus uh, many of our contributors are also going to be there, so you get to meet everybody. Dr. Peter Navarro, that's quite powerful. Naomi Wolf is going to join us in the 6 o'clock hour to go through this same topic. How 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 bad is
6: this, sir? It's awful. Uh, the, the, co- the subtext here, Steve, is Communist China uses Western organizations for their own Eastern communist purposes. And so they've got a playbook. It's like at the U.N., There's like 15 different types of organizations, including the World Trade Organization, where they put their people in top positions, and then by the rules of the road, those people then get to tell the U.S. what to do. So this is a case where the World Health Organization is trying to establish its multilateral dominion over the United States, and the key clauses in this new clause is that uh, we we all have to pledge a certain percentage of our gdp to fund the damn thing which means we're going to be the biggest financier we have the biggest gdp but then it's not our voting power is not proportional to how much we contribute somalia has the same vote as the united states (laughs) so it's just you know it's crazy stuff and then they have a hierarchy of officers so that if you can't reach a consensus below that, the officers basically call the tune. And those, that, that's a deck that's going to be stacked by Communist China. And the things that pissed me off that people heard in the cold open is that you know they want to encourage the U.S. to offshore its health and pharmaceutical manufacturing around the world. They call it more equitable, geographically, strategically distributed. Screw that. And I thought those bastards in their Gucci shoes and Big Pharma, in the West Wing, in the EELB, they, they they don't want to produce here. They want that cheap labor in China. They want the cheap regulations and, and pollution of India. And we all get screwed. And we, it's just like Biden has thrown himself two feet forward into this. And it's yeah. like the John Kerry mentality. See, I hate this. And so February 27th, We'll cover it maybe next week, too. For four days, they're going to meet and basically try to sell us down the river again. This is a big deal.
0: No, we're going to get Naomi. We're covering this wall to wall, Rogowski. Uh, Tell me about the podcast. We've got about a minute. Tell me about the podcast and how to get your content.
6: Sure. Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. uh, It's called Peter Navarro's Taking Back Trump's America. Taking Back, Trump's America on Apple and Google Podcasts. You can catch every episode on Getter and Twitter at Real P. Navarro as well as True Social at Peter Navarro. And, uh, look, what I'm trying to do is provide um, a a deeper kind of quick jab analysis of these news items of the day. Uh, And this WHO thing's wild. And tomorrow uh, I'm going to be talking about – uh, how Fox is screwing the president uh, as well. So um, thanks for highlighting it, Steve, just being on the war room, Thanks. the top 20, and it's all good.
0: See, I didn't, I, 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 and I want, to, I want the audience to know, I didn't even, I didn't even tell him about we ought to do the Fox thing. That's Peter just came naturally because they didn't cover President Trump's, not one second of President Trump's yep. really incredible yep. um, trip out to East Palestine. They should have covered for no other reason, not the humanitarian, that's Trump. But it really did kick off the 2024 presidential campaign, the tale of two cities. Peter, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, brother.
6: All right, Admiral. You're the man. Coverage is fantastic these days, brother. You're the man.
0: Thank, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. By the way, there's been an incident out at Oak Ridge in Tennessee at the nuclear facility, of the Y-12. Uh, we don't know what the seriousness of it is, but we are trying to get Colonel Mills and some others in the 6 o'clock hour to join Naomi Wolf and others that we have scheduled to be on there. Want to go to uh, so stick around for six. Crom Carmichael. By the way, I think you may be the most popular guy we have on here. People always tell me they want to hear Crom every day. So walk us through my favorite product, Salty, sir.
1: Well, Steve, thanks thanks so much for having me, and thanks for holding up the bottle. Um, Salty is a is a heart health supplement that'll help you manage your cholesterol. And by the way, we're getting over a thousand uh, orders, new orders um, a month uh, from from the posse. And I can't tell you how much we appreciate that. And we get a lot of uh, emails from the posse, a lot of them telling us how uh, Solty has benefited them. And then occasionally, we'll get an email from somebody who has a criticism. And I want to highlight one particular criticism because at Solty, we want everybody to understand what we think the benefits of Solty are and what we think the limits of Solty are. Uh, as As I've said many times, I've been taking our product for 18 years and it lowered my bad cholesterol from 130 to 89, and it's helped me keep it under 90 ever since. Uh, 130 for bad cholesterol is moderate, um, is a moderately high uh, level. It's not, it's not super high, and and a, and a super high level. Uh, quite frankly, somebody ought to take a statin drug. And we had one person who was who had a high cholesterol, and uh, they dropped their statin and only used soul tea, and their cholesterol. Uh, did not change and their doctor was a little upset about it and so it's very important that everybody know that our product is a supplement it will help you manage your cholesterol if you have moderately high cholesterol it may keep you from taking a statin if you have low cholesterol and you want to keep it low uh, then it will certainly help you do that also and so it's a heart healthy supplement uh, that uh, that will help you now Uh, The way to get Soul Tea is to go to warroomhealth.com, that's warroomhealth.com, and then enter the code WARROOM at checkout. And when you do that, what you'll get is $29.95 off your initial shipment of a continuity program, and then every 90 days, we'll ship you a 90-day supply, and when we do that, you always get three bottles for the price of
0: two in the continuity program. Great.